Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Ed Samuel. He's a career coach at Sam Nova, helping mid to senior level leaders get better placed whether they are working or in transition. I have Dr. Mohan Ananda. He's been a scientist, a lawyer, a serialpreneur. He's an author, and he's helping people succeed at business. And I have Karen Loomis. She's the founder of No Moss Brands, and she has 20 years of marketing and branding experience. She is a professor at Grand Canyon University. She's passionate about social change and is currently writing a book. The question I have for you today, how much emotion is too much for a public or a work setting? Karen, you kind of asked this question of me in a social media setting, so let's let you kick it off. Well, I'm sure all of us are on LinkedIn. started with the post of the white man crying because he had to lay off people. There's been all kinds of both sides, good, bad, should he, should he not. And it reminded me of many of the occasions that I've had in the corporate world where people have basically lost their control of themselves. And whether that means they're yelling, which I had an incident like that yesterday where I actually lost control with a client, or whether it is you as a boss losing control over your environment. So those are kind of the scenarios that came to mind for me. And it brought up a lot of experiences that I've had. Mm -hmm. And it all comes back to this one thing. I don't think it's ever acceptable to lose control, lose your composure, Mm. and to be excessive. I think that too many women have used tears in a manipulative way over the many, many years that this country has been, and I don't find it appealing, and I wouldn't want that for my reputation, so that's kind of where I stand on that. Okay. You know, for me, it kind of boils down to the context and the intent, and look, we have three groups of emotions, right? We have good, happy feelings that we want to express. We have sad times and we have anger. Mm. And the anger is the one that uh, drives me crazy because a lot of times when I get a phone call from a client, hey, you know, I want out of this situation. I am working for a toxic leader. Mm-hmm. He comes to our meetings, pounds his fist on the table, screaming, yelling. And, and, and yet he's still allowed to work in this company and we're all intimidated. That kind of anger drives me crazy. That kind of emotion uh, where the intent is to intimidate, use your power, use your title uh, to manipulate, hurt people or put people in their place. It drives me crazy in the workplace. Uh, And I love when those people call me because as a career coach, I want to get them out of that situation faster than a speeding bullet. And it's called firing your boss by hiring Mm -hmm. a career coach to get you out of that situation. That's the bad side. The other side is that when you see somebody crying because their dog died or a family member died and it's at work, I don't care because it's appropriate. It's the intent, right? And then happy is happy, right? If something really wonderful happened, oh my gosh, uh, my daughter just got into the university. I'm so happy. That's okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. I think a lot of it for me is kind of content. Now, what's the real intent? And if the intent is to hurt, not a fan. If the intent is to showboat, I'm not a fan. But if the intent is true and it's in the right place, the right time, I'm okay with it. I think uh, emotions are a natural thing. It's a, a neurological uh, reasons it comes out. I always think if somebody could show positive attitude or showing happy, I think that will encourage others to work together as well as contribute uh, and even it become innovative. If mm. you show stress, 
or if you are afraid, fear, or if you show some form of a, a shame or things, that will inhibit not only your work, the team's work. I mean, they need some help. So sometimes those type of things, I generally tell them, you know, maybe you should talk to a, a psychologist or somebody else. I mean, it, of course, anything reasonable expression of uh, emotions are good. Uh, one should encourage. But anything overwhelming, doing something, even anger, people are angry. But as long as the anger is controlled and it, it gets the initial purpose is done and then get back to normal, then it's okay. Otherwise, if it really takes, the whole team gets very bad. So mm -hmm. one has to go and seek some help. So that's a approach, but uh, one should not limit to showing of emotions. Even in a public environment, I think limited emotion shows the, the truthness of the people. I mean, mm -hmm. So I, it has to be handled carefully uh, as well as in a supporting way. And I think there's some about what emotions you're allowed to show. Because I agree with you, Karen, over the top is too much. And add pounding the table. Intense is important. But if you're super stoic, that's not good either. And I know when I was in the corporate world, as a woman, I knew I wasn't allowed to be really angry. Like I couldn't be angry. That wasn't a thing. In an attempt to control that anger, sometimes I would end up in tears and not crying, but I would have tears because I was just so frustrated and I had no out for that. And I think that we see that in the professional space where we don't give people the ability to express emotion in an effective way, except men. Men seem to be allowed to be angry. That seems to be okay. Yeah. I would just throw out another point here that I do hundreds, hundreds of hundreds of assessments uh, around people's personalities, and it's the nature of the work that I do. There are some people who are just highly compassionate, and, and there are also some people who are highly detached, right? Mm. So some of this question about emotion is also tied to our DNA, how we were wired right out of the box. So uh, some people are highly emotional, and then I have to take a step back and say, is that because who they are? I don't have a right to tell somebody, don't be highly compassionate, because that's how they were wired. Right. Just like I can't tell somebody, you better shed a tear, when I know they're wired to not shed a tear for anything, for anybody, because that's who they are. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a factor involved in this that weaves itself into that you just have to be aware that everybody's not the same when it comes to emotions because of our personality. Mm -hmm. I had some experience where some people are very egocentric. That would not be a, a good thing, especially in a growing company, because you need to appreciate other people. You have to give them credit. You, you have to really motivate them. So the leadership, if there are some egocentric leaders, I think that's a step for failure. Mm -hmm. I think we have to be careful that we don't use the word intent in a correct way. Because I used to do that too, I'd say, about verbally abusive people. Well, they didn't intend to hurt me with their words, but, ah. but ultimately I was hurt. You look at intent, maybe they didn't intend to, but if they've already been told, when you react like this, it hurts my feelings. And right. if you continue to act like this, there's going to have to be a change somewhere. So intent can't be the 100% definer, because I do find that people 
use their emotions to manipulate. And that's where I get a little bit, you know, uncomfortable about that part of it. Yeah, I agree with that. I was on a call once with somebody who was screaming and yelling and carrying on and threatening to fire everybody on the call. And I realized the only person on the call he had the authority to fire was me. And I couldn't solve the problem because he was screaming and yelling and carrying on. (laughs) I think that Intent is one thing if you intend to hurt people or if you intend to intimidate people, that's one thing. But also, even if you don't intend that, if your behavior is creating that, you're still responsible for it. And especially as leaders, I think that we have higher expectations for our leaders. I'm not taking away from the fact that our leaders are also humans as well. And we all have human emotions. And certain days, those emotions are going to rear their ugly heads at the least perfect moment. And that's the beauty and the ugliness of being humans. But at some point, we are still responsible for what comes out of our mouth and our own behavior. I think that if you talk about leaders, this is mostly younger people because they don't have that experience. They are the one who shows that kind of emotional extremes. But generally, most leaders, they've gone through over the years, they've had enough experience to control their emotions. But then if there are certain people behaving like that, the best way I have managed is to have a one-on-one discussion and tell them, I think you have to control yourself. I think it comes from a leadership point of view, from experience. I think for women leaders, it's a double whammy. Men get to be angry, show their emotion, but when a woman leader in business shows her emotion oh well she's just emotional she's crazy and then mm-hmm. get discounted and it's such an unfair thing the ones that have to play it up straight with no emotion but are firm probably do well but the ones that let the emotion slip out i think it comes back to bite them well that's a double-edged sword and i think that's a conversation for an entirely different uh quick hits that is our 10 minutes i'm going to cut us off there thank you so much for having this conversation with me and i look forward to speaking to you each again very soon